Yeah, we ready. It's episode 103, of course. I'm Forrest Hall. This is Real Church Matters, where we talk real church matters because real church definitely does matter. Man, it's just, it's just, I'm enjoying spring this year. Really, I'm, I'm just loving spring. So, with that in mind, and because of this beautiful weather, I figured out, let's do a podcast outside. I had an idea for a podcast, and I figured, let me grab Felicia Jenkins. She would be perfect for it. Now, she was on the podcast uh, last year, uh, the Addiction Podcast. Go back and listen to it. Very good. And ever since that time, she had been pressing me and saying she wanted to do another one. I try to wait until there's a topic or something that presses on my heart. I told her a few topics that I would be thinking about. And then when I got to her, God put a whole nother thing in my heart. So this episode 103 is, a, we're going to call it phobia, phobophobias, which is the fear of fear. And I don't think fear is something to fear. I don't think that feeling is always a bad thing. I think that as we walk in this walk with Christ, the closer we get to him, we're kind of in an uncharted territory, kind of in a place we've never been before, and it elicits a certain amount of fear, and we should embrace that fear because it is taking us somewhere great. And it's in those places that a lot of people turn back around and go back to the familiar things that they're used to. Go back to the familiar ways of thinking, the familiar ways of living, because they just can't get past fear. And there are other people who feel like if it elicits this type of fear in me, it can't be good. Because we trust our emotions and our human interactions with the unknown more than we trust the certainty of faith in the unknown. So I think this is a heavy conversation. I think you'll enjoy it if you give it an opportunity. I think that uh, I just enjoy talking about the word. And I enjoy people who are open to hear and open to engage in an honest, thoughtful way. And you'd be surprised at where you get the most profound conversations from. I'm not surprised anymore. If you are interested in having a conversation, you can always hit me and ask me at Real Church Matters. You can also, if you're not interested in talking and you just have a topic you'd be interested in hearing about, you can send it over there too. This is a blessing. Hope you enjoy it. Real Church Matters, episode 103, Phobophobias. Enjoy. Outside, it's sunny. It feels good. We're in a park. Yeah. We're relaxing. Relaxation, feel the breeze. The breeze is in the air. You feel good? I feel great. You, you don't know what we're going to talk about today? I have no clue. No so clue. this is catching me by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, let's get started. First of all, uh, housekeeping. Realchurchmatters.com is the website. You can search Real Church Matters on your podcast app. You can even tell Siri, play Real Church Matters podcast, and she will play it. Have you tried that yet? No, I didn't See? know I could do that. You can do that. You don't oh. listen to the podcast. Well, actually, it just comes up on my little phone, and it'd be like, podcast, new episode. Really? Yeah. 
Or you can just say, Siri, play Real Church Matters Podcast. And she will. Oh, okay. You can also tell Siri to subscribe. I don't know if you can tell her to rate five stars. But rate us, like us, subscribe, share it with your friends and family. Do you share it with your friends? No? Just getting back, you know. Okay. There. Thank you. But I will. You will? Okay. Yes. That's, that's, that's the no, first thing to I can't just share the ones I'm on. You know, I got to share them you all. You got to share them all. Yeah. I, I would I appreciate that. That's called support. I was about to say that. Yeah. I support you. All right. That's what's up. Uh, you can also see us on social media. It's Real Church Matters, except for Twitter. It's Real Church MTTRS. Uh, you can also go on SoundCloud and search Real Church Matters. You'll find us there as well. I appreciate each and every person that listens. Continue to listen. I'm going to continue to do it. I don't know when this will end, but as far as I know, I'm going to keep going, so I'm going to keep on going. Lastly, if you would like to support by giving anything via money, you can give a dollar or more to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Real Church Matters. And I appreciate it. What do I do with that money? I do it. I, what I do with the money is use it to supplement the cost for nice equipment. All this portable equipment that you see right here. We're not in my studio today. We're, we're out and about, and we can do that because of awesome equipment that you guys have helped me to get. So shout out to each and every person that has been giving. I'm not taking it for granted. If you would like to give, you can go on that site, continue to support the podcast especially those who support us beyond just listening. All right. With that being said, it's obedience over audience. We're going to get right to it. Okay. All right. So I told you there was two things we could possibly talk about. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. And as I was thinking, like, okay, it's almost time to do this podcast with her. And now I don't want to talk about neither one of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. What I do want to talk about is fear. Fear. Oh. Talk about fear. So as we've been having conversations, there's been uh, situations in your life Uh that you've been afraid about Uh and worried about. And the whole time when I'm talking to people, I think I realize, like, it's hard for me to say certain things because I'm not going through what they're going through. Uh-huh. I have no clue. And then I have that insecurity already. And then when we were talking, you actually said that. Oh, you don't remember? No. One time I- we were talking, you said, it's easy to say, but you, ha- you don't understand what I'm going through because you've never gone through it. Uh-huh. You don't remember that now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's always an insecurity of mine. And it prevents me from telling people a truth that I believe is true, but it's hard for them to deal with, and it's hard for them to hear me because I'm not dealing with what they're dealing with. And I can never deal with what you're dealing with. Uh-huh. Not just because you're... I'm a male and you're a female, <laughs> yeah. but also because no matter what you're going through, it's not me. Yeah, it's not your story. It's not my story. The way I deal with, even if we dealt with the same things, the way I deal with it is different than you. You're right. In and myself. I, I you think I, I, um, I was thinking about that today, and I was a little bit, and it's crazy you talk about fear, because randomly I was thinking about my girlfriend who around, I think on the 4th, she lost her daughter. 
Mm. And she lost, I'm talking about the baby shower was that Saturday. She went to the doctor. It was no more movement. She was yeah. like, dude. And, um, you know, so me going through what I've been through, I, you know, I'm like, you know, God will give you revelation of his actions, you know, eventually in due time. You know, you're not going to have understanding right now until yeah. you seek and, you know, serve him. And But she was not receiving it because, again, she, she didn't grow up or understand the connection of a relationship where you had with God where he could protect those feelings yeah. or those questions that you have of what's going on or why. But we just look at our own self and our own feelings and... So it was like, dang, you know, it was like being brushed off. And I'm like, how could she not see it how I'm seeing it? Because it, it, it seems like it's a, a bad thing. But in reality, it might be six years from late now. And it'd be like, dang, he saved me. Yeah. You know, but like I said, the, the thing of fear. <sighs> and the, you bring up something that's very important. Is that the main, one of the main things that I notice about fear is it prevents us from understanding what's happening in the present. And what's next. And what's next. And so 10 years later, we can look back and appreciate something that we should have appreciated while we were in it. Exactly. So it's, a, it's almost like it's wasted time. Like, man, I could have had more peace in the middle of that. Yeah. But now I look back at it and I got peace because I can see the other side. But that's unfortunate because... We can have peace. But you know what's so crazy? So, my story, if we're going to talk about fear and the thing that I fear, you know, my biggest fear is, is going through pregnancy. You know that. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, due to... I didn't know how much you wanted to share because I can talk about it without sharing. But if you want to share it, I mean, that's, okay. that's fine, you yeah. know. Anywho, um, so when I was... My first pregnancy when I was 19, right? And... That that pregnancy to be 16 weeks and 19 years old and to hear that, you know, it's no chance for the baby making it, right? Because at that time, I could have just been like, forget it. I'm not going to trust God in no type of way. I'm going to just let them go ahead and take this baby. Hmm. But, I mean, however, I was connected at that time. I was, you know, going to church and... Also, I was up under my, my aunt and aunt, may she rest in peace, when she was going through her cancer. I, I, when I found out that, it's like she kind of took me up under my wing to prepare me because I didn't want to get just get rid of it and let them terminate it. I wanted to let God do what he wanted to do with the decision. And um, through that time, I was, you know, going through. And once it happened, I, I wasn't as distraught as I thought I would have been once, you know, everything happened and had the baby. So when it, when it came again... The second time, which was foolish of me, um, I got pregnant again the next following year. So I didn't really have no fear of being pregnant again. It was at that time because of the fact that I did go seven months. I mean, this is something that happens to 2% of the women in America. So it's not a, a, a big chance or genetically it could happen again. So I wasn't fearful that time. But the second time, it was an actual miscarriage. So you wasn't fearful at that time because... You had what you understood to be statistics to support that this may not kind of happen again. Well, statistically, and also that I was in the mindset that whatever God has for me is for me. At that time, when I was, you know, going to church and doing everything and just staying connected, I I was confident. I wasn't worried. 
what would happen, whether good or bad. But, you, but it would feel like it was like, it wasn't like faith. I wouldn't say that it was probably faith, no. It okay. wasn't. So it was just a thing of knowing that, you know. It was an understanding. Well, at, you know what's so crazy? At that time, let me go back so I could be real with myself and the podcast. At that Appreciate time. That. At, at that young age, I was going to church. It was something that I was brought up into. So it wasn't that I was leaning on God for myself. I was leaning on God through others. So the, the more that others spoke about God, and even though that does give you, you know, faith. It gives you a sense of a peace of mind. Exactly. It but was enough for you to make it through, even though it wasn't a truth that you lived. Exactly. It was a truth was, that you found comfort in. Exactly. Can we take a second and just talk about that? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that reality, ultimately, is where, where people are at. Mm-hmm. Is that they ultimately feel like they are connected, quote-unquote, connected to God because they are familiar with Him and believe certain things, but don't believe it to a point where it is a truth in which they live exactly. and allow them to direct their themselves in. Mm-hmm. And so how do we know which one we are? Well, I mean, I think that's the thing with, again, like we talked last night, being real with yourself at <laughs> well, some point What helps us be real? Um, Reality. I was about to say, looking yourself in the mirror. No, like just Reality. going through real life. Yeah. Real life situations, like yeah. a miscarriage, like a stillborn, like any of those, those tragic events, like your friend and the death of her child. Mm-hmm. Those realities show us how real God is to us. Exactly. It's easy to believe this stuff, or at least think that we can, or we do, or subscribe to the notion of it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of okay with the notion of God and him looking over me, supplying all my needs, until the, the reality, the reality of life kick in. So it's word versus world. And it, 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 it's, it's like, they're saying this, but I was taught to believe this. You and know what when I mean? the worlds collide. It's, it's like a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster because yeah. you, you get, and then our response ultimately is not what you did, but all of us do. Mm-hmm. We look at the church as this is fraudulent. Yeah. This is fraudulent. Right. Why? Because when it counted, when it counted, it felt good. When it counted, <laughs> no, when I really needed it, it wasn't there for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I was just going through life and everything was good, and I was now I lay me down to sleep and you know, quote scriptures, I was active. active, doing all the things, being a part of but church. But when I became inactive, when life got it. hard, yeah, it put us on injured reserve. It don't right. take much to knock us out the game. Right. Was the example I used yesterday relating to you? I was like, it's easy for us to see how other Christians are failing when we they in the game and we on the sideline. But we never ask ourselves, how did we get out the game and in the sideline? What knocked us out the game? The was you ever in the game? Or was you ever even in the game? And this is where fear comes in. Because the reality is, is that fear exists where there is no God. Yeah. Like you said, we got to be honest with ourselves. We got to be. You got to be. <laughs> That's a, it's, a, it's a simple truth, but people, they make excuses for themselves. Yeah, and I was I was one of those people. And not the fact that we experienced the emotion fear. That's not what we're talking about. Oh no. We're talking about the fear that causes us to worry, causes us to doubt, it causes physiological depression. and psychological repercussions like depression, 
causes people to get sick. Mm-hmm. It causes stresses to even... So just even give up, period. Even give up. And not, not just try. spiritually. I'm talking All about over. can't even wake up in the morning and start their day. Can't engage with children. Can't engage with spouses. Can't yeah. engage with work. Come on. Yeah. It, it, and I think that's where, where, like I said, once I went through that... Uh, oh, yeah, this, you can pick up now. So the the sex, like I said, that's next year I did end up getting it and pregnant, right? And I'm like, oh my god, I couldn't believe that I did it because that goes back you to couldn't me. Couldn't believe that you what got pregnant? Yeah, because I was. It Wait, wasn't what part nothing didn't you that, believe? They didn't, didn't I, explain I just, the birds and bees to you. <laughs> well, they did explain the birds and bees, but it was like a one time thing. It was like not even like nothing, you know, ongoing or anything like that. It was just like, oh. It was like, oh, the he's here. Uh-huh. You know, that was the, the father of the previous time. So uh-huh. it was like, uh, I just had a little moment, a weak moment. Right. And literally one time. And I felt so bad. I did. Because I was doing good. I was, you know, serving God and staying focused and surrounding myself. Okay, but you keep saying that. Yeah. I, but, but let me, let call, me, let, let, let me I'm help, sorry. Let me help you out with that. I was shadowed around people. I was around people that were serving God, so I can't really say that I was. But in those people you respected, you admired, and you didn't understand what they were doing, but you figured, I'll follow what they're doing. Yeah. To only see that what they're doing and what I needed to be doing. Exactly. Because what they did is not what you're doing. Not at all. We think it is. You know what I'm saying? Because we only see the outside of it. So you'll see on Annette praying, mm-hmm. I'll pray. You see on Annette going to church, I'll, I'll, go, to I'll church. go to church. Not realizing her going and doing those things is from something deeper that you're not doing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So. It's okay. Cause I, same for me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know I what I mean? My Aunt Annette was my mama. Yeah. And she was moving and doing, and I was trying to copy everything she did. She taught yeah. the choir, Felicia. Guess who came, he came behind her and taught the choir? Oh, yeah. She taught the youth. Guess who came behind her? I did. And you got a lot of people that 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 won't won't admit to wanting to mimic someone. Truth. You, you have a lot of people that want to think that they, they done this thing or became this great person on their own. Yeah. And it is, it's, it's not that, or that they, way. They, or they, not even that they became this person on their own, but it's as simple as following bodily actions without having a heart that they're following. Because we are supposed to imitate. Yeah. Scriptures say that. Yeah. Since you asked, you asked but me you, what, you can't, what scriptures we're supposed to have. <laughs> but it's not, it's not bad to want to, you know, be to inspired emulate. by anyone. Absolutely. It's not, but you what, can't take the... You got to know what to be inspired exactly. by, and you got to know what to copy. And at that time, I, I just was, I was, what was that we were talking about? What was the word last night I think Philip used? I was around a lot of deceit. Yes. I was around a lot of deceit and I didn't I didn't know it and the reason why I didn't know it because I was just doing it to go with the flow versus actually doing it where it could be revealed to me that this is not where you need it or where you need to be fed from. I think you said it to me. I think you texted it to me. You said you're influenced by the people you're around. Oh yeah, I said you become who you with or you who you're around. I don't even know why you said that. Well, because yesterday That's I was I forgot this. what we was talking about. Uh-huh. But I was thinking about like 
over all of these years of in and out of church or playing church or even if my friends even thought I was serious. At one point, you thought you were. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're right. You, so you even, thought you were. You you thought. It's okay to think that. We'll, but I'll no, touch on I, that in a second. I, I totally agree with yeah. you. So, you know, I'm, I'm fooling myself and not only fooling myself to only fool them. So it became a it's become a pattern with them as well. Yeah, Whereas yeah. though it's like, oh well, well when Leisha go through, she isolate herself and she go ahead right back to LCF. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, it's it's I'm not taking it serious. So it's not I'm not even in a position where anybody can mimic me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And, but then you do have the people that come to church and 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 in church, but and have people that's trying to mimic them, but they can't really see the deceit of the person they're trying to mimic because of how much they play in versus playing out and some people see how people play out and that's that but that's the unfortunate thing too it's like you could come in and be like you know what i really want to do this Uh and you could go and grab people only for you to realize that they're not really doing it either yeah that you're just copying someone who is further along in the seat than you think. I feel like I've learned uh, doing it doesn't have to be announced. Mm. It don't have to be announced in no shape, form, or fashion. I don't have to, you know, start back to build my relationship with Christ and go to church and stuff. And every Sunday I'm on, you know, every social media, like tagging LCF or to God bleed the glory to every post that I put or yeah, yeah. I be just become someone that I got to prove to someone that I'm in a different light. But here's the thing. Nobody ever told you, pointed that out to you that that's what you was doing. Only person that know is... Me. You. And yeah. right now, you being honest and saying, why am I doing this? I'm making these declarations because I want people to know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Even though I have no clue what I'm doing. Exactly. But it also becomes a part of people pleasing versus Jesus pleasing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so how so how do we please Jesus? He told us. He said, without what? Ceasing. Without faith. Oh, without faith is impossible to please. It's impossible yeah. to please him. Of course. So what's the opposite of faith? Fear. Fear. Yeah. When we come into those situations and we understand, I I can say all day I'm connected. I can mm-hmm. say all day. You know, I, that's my favorite word. I, it is. It's your favorite word. I mean, it's not my favorite word, like, in that sense. But I, I just use that so frequently. You do, as it relates to your faith. As it relates to my faith. Because, I, at a, like I said, that, that little semester of my life, you so know, but I did have a semester that I really was in it for me. Yeah, the school of without, without any issues going on to or no type is, of fear. tough. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I did go through the phase where I just wanted to see God for myself. I wanted to find out what, what me and I know him. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> and the crying and the going through because I was all over the place. I know. You know. But and, here's the thing, and I told you this. Once everything got better, that's when the real challenge comes. Yeah. And when it got better, where did Felicia get? Worse. <laughs> she got gone. And and I don't know why. And, because and, the reality is, is that we are, we're not, we're, we're the worst people in the world. I'll tell you why. Because if anybody else came to you only when they was in need, you would say you fake. You got a point. You don't call me unless you need something. Matter of fact, every time you call me, I already have my square cash up. You're right. 
that's how God feel. You're right. When you're when the world comes crashing down, all of a sudden he's your world. When the world get back up and running fine, when the bank account looking right, when the situation is you, you're not in between relationships, you got a, a relationship to, or a situationship or whatever that's <laughs> feeling good or comfortable to you, all of a sudden the relationship with God wins. You're right. And we know that that's the case because ultimately what causes fear is the fact that we don't know the future, but we know what we want out of it. Yep. And what we want out of it is not God's will. I was about to say, it don't have nothing to do with us. <laughs> it has nothing to do with God. At all. See, fear goes away when all you want is God's will. Then you're open to whatever he provides. Whatever it is. You're right. But when all you want is yours, there's a constant fear because you don't know how you'll get it. You're right. I never, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And I, So that means that I've dealt with fear for a long time. We all have. A long time and the anxiety. I'm not talking about this emotion. I gotta keep qualifying that so people know. Because yeah. you, you, as a Christian, we want we still human, so we're gonna feel fear. Yeah. We're sitting outside right now. Some some dude came up to us and pulled a gun out. I'd be afraid. <laughs> you know, I'm the type of guy. I, I don't mind being honest. I'd be afraid. I, I know there's certain guys be like, no, not me, not me. I, you know, mm-hmm. if he if he kill but me, he kill me. You know. Yeah, so, you the reality is you might say it, but that don't mean that your heart not beating fast because you're afraid. That. Because the emotion is disconnected from the reality. Exactly. Sometimes I'm not, I don't even, I feel afraid and I'm not even sure why. Yeah. There's situations like that. I just think that my whole thing is just, if I could say my biggest fear I know a long time ago you asked me that and I used to be like well my biggest fear is like dying and going to face God and he got to turn me away from heaven because I wasn't obedient to his word that's not and, and, and then that was bull anyway yeah <laughs> I'm like, not gonna say that was bull no, let me but tell you why. Let me it, tell you. it was just like okay no that can't be your it's fear. a fear that's as in a distant yeah way exactly not the fact that but I mine to is the unknown. Really come I would say the unknown, unknown. Yeah. The unknown, because I totally don't have control. I had to learn that I really don't have control. Not even un- under, um, no control under just what's been. Even in yourself. Just period. Even I if have... you just say, I'm done with God. I'm just going to do for me. How sweat. Exactly. What's, what's going to be. What's, what's you? Gonna... Yeah. So. Well, I'm going out to get a job. What job? Yeah. I don't know. I got, see, you don't know. Even when you say you in control, you're not, not in control. Not in control at all. Before I'm 35, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have, make sure I have a husband, kids, good job. How? How? How and, could you? So what do you see people doing every day? You see people trying to figure out the how, yeah. even though they have no clue. Why you see people at the clubs, Lisa? What do you think they're doing there? I know it's what they're doing is I'm going where everybody else is because I don't know what to do. Or how to get to where I want to go, but if this is what everybody do, then, then I'm gonna just I'm follow, follow them. The train. Yeah. I don't. I have no clue as to how I'm going to find a man. I don't know where to start. That's how people end up on those apps, those dating apps. Oh my God. Right. Right. Yeah. With weird usernames: TD Shakes, Shirley Skeezer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> how do yeah. they end up at? They end up at these places. Because they're trying to figure out the how. And there's anxiety the whole way. I know what I want, but I don't know how to get it. Exactly. 
we we set kids up like that. You know, we talk to them and we say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they say something. They say something out the way. A fireman, a doctor. I want to know, like, everybody should have a t-shirt that says what they wanted to be when they grew up. (laughs) And then we get to, also on the back, it says what they actually are. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine (laughs) what I can I'm you not. Know, I, I, I was. I supposed to be thirty with a binge. You know, my shades right there. I don't even know what the job was. I was doing. I was just knew I was just a fly lady. That's the other thing. Like we, <laughs> we be thinking about our future, but I missed so much. Exactly. Like I had it planned that I wanted to be married, but I never thought about what I wanted to do. You, you, so I'm. A, I'm just gonna be a man married with no job because I never <laughs> thought about like people think about careers. I never thought about. It. Yeah. Some people. That's all they think about is the career, and they never thinking about. How it can materialize, what you're going to ha- what is going to happen, and even when we teach these kids to plan this stuff out, mm-hmm. we tell them to go to college and all of this stuff. These people are killing themselves. They are suicidal, depressed because they doing everything everybody told them, and they still are, have no clue as to what's going to happen. Still with their afraid life. and scared. Still afraid. No Still scared. Out. And every time Felicia has to make a decision or do something. If she has no clue how it will turn out, she, if she can, will turn around and go back to what she knows. And so when you think about why and how in the world that every time I try to quote unquote connect with God, <laughs> do I find myself disconnected? Because the very essence of God leaves us in the unknown. And if that's uncomfortable to you, you're not gonna stay long. I told you that when you was growing and you was getting connected and you was really serious <laughs> I said you you said to me I don't feel like myself and I said uh uh-uh, uh this is the end yeah because it's it was not a matter a comfort of weeks. Zone. it's not a comfort zone you didn't feel like yourself yeah. you felt like people that were familiar to you was distancing themselves yeah you felt like what was familiar to you about even you was going away and you was looking like, wait, I like that part of Felicia. Where's she yeah, going? Just a, just a little bit. Of I just wanted life, a little piece know. of her. I just wanted to have a part. And all of a sudden, it's going away. Yeah. We get afraid. Of the unknown and also afraid of change. What am I becoming? Yeah. I know what I was. What do they always say? The devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Yeah. You know, sometimes... The world can say interesting things. I was telling my brother that yesterday on the way to uh, Bible study, and I was like, um, it's, what was we talking about? And it's something pertaining to, was that on the way home, or was it before we got the Bible study? But it's kind of crazy to me, because he was like, you can't use that, Alicia. About the word, you know the um, the Jasmine Sullivan song that I always say, but it's, it's oh yeah, it's the if the lie gonna, gonna get me through, I'd rather not know the truth, right. and if the truth gonna make me cry, I'd rather just live that lie. And I'm trying to tell him like, no, I'm not trying to put that's, it there, that's, but that's Christians. Exactly. That's Christians. If it's gonna get them get them through, because really all I'm trying to do is do what, get through. Yeah, that's Come on, it. let's be honest. Let's be that's honest. All let's trying let's to put it. it on the table real quick. The reason I struggle with my faith is because I never was trying to get to God. I just was trying to get through. Yeah. 
whatever it is that whatever I was going is, through I was going at through. that moment. I, was just I just wanted to get, get through. through. I wasn't even like, as long as I'm with you, to reference another song. <laughs> <laughs> just I, as long as I got I didn't want to be with yeah. God. I just wanted God to be there or do whatever he has to do to get me through. Yeah. So when you walking, you get what I'm saying? Like, some, you, you know, kids, and you see them walking. Uh-huh. And you be like, well, where you think you going? Right? Uh-huh. When they tell you, you got to ask ourselves, we are walking. Where do you think you're going? Oh, I'm I'm going to get out of this mess. Exactly. Oh, okay. And then you look at a real Christian, you say, where do you think you're going? I'm going to God. That's true. That's the yeah? Yeah. The Christian is moving towards God no matter how afraid they are. What is the the, the, the point of this podcast? Let me tell you simple. This is a good fear, but we have to embrace it. It is. I know the beginning of the podcast, even people who are going to listen to this, they're going to be like, great. I want to find out how to get rid of this fear. Yeah, don't. If you get rid of the fear, that means you no longer near God. Yeah, you're right. Perfect example. You said, what's the scriptures we're going to talk about? Simple. I don't even have to pull it up because you heard it a trillion times. Peter is walking on the water. Mm-hmm. Jesus let him walk on the water. Look, he wanted to go where Jesus was. Yeah. The closer he got to Jesus, the more afraid he was. Yeah. He was not afraid of Jesus. Am I afraid of Jesus? No. Are you afraid of Jesus? No. No. That's why you you trying to pursue him again. The problem is, is that the journey to him is fearful. Because he don't make it easy. Right. He could have just had, why can't I just walk on a sidewalk to Jesus? No. I got to walk on something I'm, I don't even think I can walk on. Take the water out. I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's you, okay. Is it okay? Yes. Take the water out and uh-huh. put God's word. As impossible as it is to the world to walk on water, that's how impossible it is to them to walk on God's word. I can't even, I don't even have a cup so back. That's, no, that's, that's, that's yeah. true though. It is. So as afraid as he was to walk on the water and could feel himself sinking, it's how we are when we start walking on the word. And the closer we get to Jesus. We start sinking. And so the very thing that we was willing to step on now becomes the thing that we think is trying to destroy us. Yeah. Oh, what's happening? I'm sinking. You're sinking in the word. You need to sink. You're right. You walking in the word, you have to operate faith on that word. Otherwise, that word is going to swallow you up. And what ain't that what it do? And then yeah. we have we build resentment. And now I talk to people. You've seen it even in Bible study. Yeah. Certain people, they hear me talking, but the word, they have such a bad history with the word, just like a bad boyfriend. Every yeah. time I say the word, somebody, uh, I don't like, I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I got a question. You know what the question is? Why is it that you have such an unhealthy relationship with God's word? Mm. Because you let God's word beat you when it was just trying to teach you. I was about to say, yeah. Oh, you know, I don't. Well, it was just trying. I was going to say help you, but. Yeah, I'm trying to round this stuff. I I, I, don't want to freestyle. We ain't doing that today. No, we're not letting you freestyle. No, 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 no. (laughs) 
But um, when you let, I'm go. glad. What made you want to talk about this? I'm so glad we're talking about what it. Made me. I've, I'm trying to follow the the spirit as it leads. Oh, look at God! Yeah. No I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, so what made you? No, because I'm saying that this morning when I got up this morning. Well, I talk about it when I woke up this morning, and you know, t- I again the unknown, and I have these fears of like the whole pregnancy thing. Uh-huh. You know, and just trying to stay keeping faith and. You know, understanding that I can't control, even not even to this aspect, just everything in life. I can't control nothing that go on because at the end of the day, it's already done. You know what I mean? Like, it's already been planned. Like, so I can't allow myself to just get so worked up and stressed and and trying to figure out every little pinpoint of my life and write it down, take notes, all that. I just... But the other Felicia couldn't either. It's just that you operate in a way where you never had to. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What if people, when people out partying and drinking, it's not because they planned it out. Oh no, it's because they were able to do something that took takes no thought other than what's the next step. Yeah. Ooh, forgive me. I'm not tired though. That's not the, tired? no. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. So it's just boring. No, it's not Which boring. one? It got to be tired or boring? Well, I just woke up and I just feel like <laughs> I'm such in a relaxed place out here, I think. Yeah, That's what it is. Like if I had a blanket or something, oh, I could just lay I here. I need to do this more often. This is <laughs> so really, it does feel real good out here. The Lord is shining on us. Yes, yes. Right? So right. the reality is, is that when I'm operating selfishly mm-hmm. or according to the world, not the world as in people, but the world as in the way the world works, it doesn't want us to think ahead. It wants us to think for the moment and to do everything in honor of the moment. And so when life comes and hits you and you have to start to think about the future, uh-huh. the future is this awesome thing that God presents to us in mind so that it always leads us back to him. Whatever I think about the past, it doesn't lead me to him. No, it leads you to just... Uh... I mean, some memories you may think. Think about it. That's why when I say yesterday, people operate by experience, emotion. And that's what I was about to say. And I should have said eyes so that we keep the ease going. (laughs) I was mad last night when I got home. You said C. I said C. I should have said eyes so I get the triple E and people remember. But that's the reality is we love to operate based on the past because we can control it. So whatever I do, and I feel like they... I know what I'm doing because what what blueprint are you following? Oh, because this is how it was three years ago. So you think that is wisdom? And it ain't. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we think it's wisdom. But it's weak. Yeah. Because it's not God's wisdom. It's exactly. man's. God's wisdom. It's wicked. <laughs> look, this is the crazy thing. God's wisdom gives us a preparation for the future. Right. Our wisdom messes up the future by us using the things of the past. Exactly. So you, you tell yourself, oh, I'm not going down that road. Right. And I don't, I don't want that. I don't want no, no hustler no more. But then you get somebody that's just as worse. He might don't hustle, but he go to work every day, but he's you no miss better. It because your wisdom goes no further, further than, than what you experience. Exactly. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. And so when we talk about even fear of pregnancy, now that, congratulations, you're pregnant once again. Yeah, thank you. And you're concerned that it will go like the previous ones. 
it's it's like nah, uh, it's not that I feel that it's honestly I feel like really confident about it however the past does also put me in a it I guess could we say a safe place to believe that expect the unexpected you get that that goes back to the the world it comes to constantly try to, to uh, cause you uh, not allow you to live in the the optimism of hope. Exactly. It's it's not that you don't have hope. It's that every time you have hope, past is coming to rain on your parade. Yeah. So what you think is doubt or fear uh-huh. is really the past. Yeah, it is. And you're going to always be open and susceptible to the past until you refuse to be guided.